Hola, hola. Welcome to the Bruja Broadcast. This is Dion. And Sasha. Join us today as we serve up some Brujeria Latina with a side of astrology and herbology bundled with some stories and sass. Hola, hola. Welcome back. Hola. Uh, today we are here to talk about gratitude and about patience. Right. Um, and so gratitude came up because we're almost at the fall equinox, maybe when the episode drops, it'll mm -hmm. just have happened. Um, and during the fall equinox, which is one of the um, higher Sabbaths, we celebrate the we celebrate Maybon mm -hmm. and then Maybon is all it's like it's like the witch's Thanksgiving <laughs> and so when we you know tie that idea of like Thanksgiving it's obviously because we're giving thanks it's gratitude but like I was mentioning to Dion it's basically it's actually supposed to be the second harvest date and it's the date that you actually know if you have like if your crops worked if your land you know provided enough for you to have sustenance throughout the upcoming winter mm -hmm. and so that's like the end of the harvest season and then you're like looking at everything and look okay my pantry's stocked I'm good I can actually relax and enjoy the next you know six weeks or so before winter gets started or oops I gotta hustle I gotta do something right. I gotta sell a cow or marry off a kid or do something <laughs> right. to make sure that the rest of the family is okay for the upcoming winter season and so that's like that period and you know normally you would be like oh we had a good harvest and then we're going to give thanks for it and people do like a bountiful event and they get together and they have like a dinner and they give thanks for having had a good harvest right. and that's where that tradition comes from and besides that it's obviously there's that shift in um the seasons fall comes in you can definitely i, I know you know that typically we've all started fall like in the beginning of september you know when the stores roll out the halloween decor End of July, we're, we're done yeah when <laughs> pumpkin spice comes out at the beginning of september it's like oh it's august but the truth is um it's autumn sorry the the truth is autumn officially starts on um at the equinox which this year is um september 22nd okay yeah and then that's also when Libra season starts. So it's all about like balance. And actually the autumn equinox day, I don't know if you know, is the day where the day and the night are exactly the same length. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So it's all, huh. and then you start Libra season, which is all about balance. Yeah. So, I mean, it's all correlated. It's I so beautiful. I, I do that. too. <laughs> I love that. Um, so yeah. So that's why we wanted to talk about a little bit about gratitude. Um, and then the other themes were going to be patience. Yeah, it's just patience for your spells, patience for your work. Um, definitely, I know culturally uh, as brujas, we understand that things take time, that quick spells, even if your spell takes a day to perform, the magic in it still takes weeks mm -hmm. or months to actually start working. And that's just kind of a good reminder to like not give up and to not, yeah. And yeah, so we wanted to talk a little bit about like how long spells take mm -hmm. and how to continue working on it and how to demonstrate appreciation and gratitude for the workings. Right. Because right. it is easy and I definitely am guilty of this, which is why I kind of approached uh, Sacha about a gratitude episode is sometimes when magical things happen, 
I'll be like, oh, I don't know. It probably just, and I look away from it for a second. I know, right? No. And I'm like, oh, I mean, it would have happened anyways. And then I need to stop myself and be like, no, because if I'm not grateful and appreciative for the magic that I've worked that has followed through, like, I'm going to lose that shit. And I know that. You're going to lose it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to lose it. Yes, definitely. I, I... I, I'm the opposite. I'm like, something worked, and I'm like, ah, magic is so awesome. <laughs> I will doubt myself. I'll be like, I mean, yeah, I guess I did a spell for that, and it worked, but I mean, I don't know. And I hear that voice, and it's just so like, I've got to snap yeah. back. Wow, that's interesting. That's very interesting. Yeah, I think that lots of people have, I don't have a voice in my head. Mm-hmm. And I know everybody's told me that's weird, um, but I've heard that lots of people have a voice in their head, like always, you know, feeling self-doubt or just yeah. like, you know, replaying things. And yeah, and that sounds exhausting. It's terrible. It's the whole world. <laughs> and so I am very grateful that I do not have that voice <laughs> in my head. <laughs> so let's get started. A couple of things that we can do that, um, for to practice gratitude on the daily, and then we'll tie it together with the magical practice. Mm-hmm. Okay. So journaling, I think, you know, I'm not a big journaler. I think it's pretty awesome when I, when I see people that have like journals throughout their whole life and stuff. I'm yeah, like, that's, oh, cool. that's so cool. And, but on the other hand, I'm so paranoid. I'm the, like the dear diary people that lies to the diary. So if somebody reads it, yeah, so I'm not really good at that journaling part. I'm like, oh my God, people won't read this, you know? I don't know who. But we are. We're just so, it's easy to get caught up in your day-to-day stuff and not um, look around at the little things that are developing around you. I have a journal that's like one line a day for Mm -hmm. five years. Nice. And so like every day you could just like, well, I have a young child. So like when he says new words, like I'm kind of grateful for that. And so like I'll write down the new words or like if a new activity or if a new, um, I get swayed easily into like, weird hobbies Mm -hmm. so like if a new craft I'll write down like okay I'm suddenly like I'm non-stop working with clay now and it's something to appreciate because like and not let it fall into the cracks because I'm learning something new I'm developing a skill I'm going outside of a comfort zone I think that's pretty cool too because it doesn't seem burdensome like it's not like oh I have to write two or three pages you know to make it significant and also and I mean you'll appreciate it later when he's older because like my kids are like 10 11 they're in that preteen age and like there's tons of their shit baby stuff that i don't remember yeah and so it is a good it's a good practice yeah so a journal it's a gratitude journal and so the focus is on being present Mm -hmm. doing the things that you're doing so instead of just like being like Oh, I'm grateful for my health. I'm grateful for my family. It's like that what you're saying. Yeah, like, what lit like you up today? Something specific. And, yeah. and that's really cool for like later on for you looking at it. And it really um, shows you what your life is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think uh, gratitude journal is good. And there's a similar practice, um, which we actually do here at home, which is a gratitude jar. Mm-hmm. And so the gratitude jar is just, we had just have a, a, a jar, a couple, and then next to it I have a little box with pens and paper, empty pieces of paper, and people write whatever they're thankful for for that day. We don't do it every day, but I do make them do it like at least once a week. I'm like, oh, we'll go write something that you're thankful for from this past week. That's beautiful. Yeah. And then we put it in, and then the following year, um, at Maybon, we read them. We pull them out and we read them. And then you look and you see things that were pretty recent and you might have forgotten two, three months ago. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, yeah, I remember that day. I remember the day we, like, my son loves, like, my son's like, 
you know, he likes the luxury. So anything that extra, like, you know, oh, I love that we got popcorn with extra butter, you know? <laughs> I'm like, okay, cool. But, um, or that uh, mom bought me the new sheets that she, we saw that it were like higher thread count. I'm not shitting you. This really? kid knows about thread count. Oh yeah. my God. But then he'll, he'll write them. I'm glad, you know, I'm, I'm thankful mom bought me these new sheets, you right. know? And it's good because later on when he's like, looks back and he's like, I don't sleep on less than 600. He's like, when did I start that? Oh, yeah, back then when I was 10. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> it is, but it's it's being it's being thankful. And I, I think that it's, um, I, I really like the practice of it just being there and then we're going to share it, you know? Absolutely. And we share it around the table. I know many families that do this as well for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. So remember maybe on the witch's Thanksgiving, you could do it for that one or you could do it for the November Thanksgiving whichever one that you um, celebrate. And then we just pass the jar around, people pull the paper out and read it. And so it might not be yours, it might be somebody else's. It's really cool. That's amazing. Yeah. Love it. I love that practice. Um, The the one thing, and we were just talking about it right before, I think is when you say thank you, which we say thank you on the daily. Yeah, we say it as just like... um, what is that a connector like part of a conversation yeah. when it's you know when platitudes and stuff like that it's mm-hmm. not even thing is like to stop yourself when you really want to get into the gratitude mindset is to stop yourself when you say thank you and think about what are you being thankful for mm-hmm. what does it actually mean we just had this example right before we started where john gave me a compliment on something in my house and i said oh thank you and then i'm like oh i gotta practice it what does it mean to me and what does it mean it means oh i'm grateful that she actually noticed the time that i take to develop the vibe in my house so that my family and my visitors are, um, feel peaceful. Absolutely. And so it's changing and it's not just, oh, thank you. Like, oh, that sure looks really good on you. Oh, thank you. You know, just not just like a off the cuff. Yeah, yeah. But rather like, oh, yeah, I look good and I've been eating healthy. Thank you for noticing, you know? Yeah. Or thank you for boosting my morale or my self-image or whatever. So it's just like changing it um, when stopping yourself whenever that word slips out of your mouth and saying "Mm, what is it that i'm actually thankful for yeah let it mean something Mm -hmm. so i think that's a really good way to work with gratitude um meditations the i'm not huge on meditations either (laughs) but the only one that i do semi-consistently is actually like a gratitude one and it's and it's one that i like a lot and um and so I put it, I look at, for it on YouTube and I do it and it's like, you know, the white light washing over you and now think of what you're grateful for, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So, and, and so, yeah, you could do guided meditations. There's tons of apps, there's YouTube, there's, you know, lots of people that specialize in that. So I think that getting yourself into that frame of mind and I like to, when I do it, I like to do it early in the morning because it just like, yeah, it switches your mindset for the rest of the day. I was just going to say that is such a smart, smart thing to do. And it, it and it will change even how you think like it would change the patterns in your brain going into a positive space at the mm-hmm. beginning of the day. That is like really yeah. smart. Yeah. And I mean, we're not going to get into the details, but when we were looking up the gratitude, there's like tons of like health benefits to being, oh, yeah. you know, to practicing gratitude, not to being thankful, to practicing gratitude, which is that mindful appreciation and recognizing and framing of what you're grateful for yeah of what you do have Mm -hmm. um one that i love thank you notes Hmm? thank you notes oh yeah yeah she's like what isn't that something (laughs) grandma used to do (laughs) yeah i don't think people take the time to do thank you notes anymore Mm -hmm. and um or usually and it's something that goes such a long way in procuring goodwill Mm -hmm. 
and also in establishing relationships that nowadays, you know, they, they seem like we have so many more relationships due to social media than we used to. Yes. But they're more superficial. Agree. And so when you actually go this next step of sending like a message or sending a thank you note or something specific, you're actually creating a deeper bond that's like more physical. Yeah, it's more personal for sure. It's more personal, but it's also physical. You Mm -hmm. have this paper with this person's handwriting that has their intention of telling you how you impacted them. Right. And so I think that's really... That is cool. Really cool. Yeah. Really cool. Um, yeah. And then ritual, um, you could... We could take it as far, like, and during Mayball, during Maybon, um, you can... There are rituals, like, appreciation or gratitude rituals that can be done as well, which Excellent. would be... Yeah. I don't... Um, do you have anything else? Um, not in general. I do... I was going to talk a little bit. Uh, like I said, I work with for Santa Muerte, La Santa Muerte. Um, and so in my own uh, works recently, things have been developing actually like even from that manifestation box we mm-hmm. did at your house in January. It's January all kind 4th. Of, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all kind of coming together now. Um, so what I do for that specifically in working with uh, like a... Deity? I guess so. I don't know. I feel weird calling, calling her deity. Anyways. Because um, she's like the anti-deity. <laughs> but um, so I went to a, bota- a botanica and where uh, they have a large statue of her. And I bought a big old bottle of tequila and I bought um, a dozen roses. And that was one way for me to be grateful in that space. And it's like an extra, sp- an extra step, I guess. I do have an altar separate in my home. That I also um, like, I put flowers, I put marijuana and um, and stuff like that. When you know when things are good and working, and and definitely when things are not. But when they are, I need to make sure that I am putting back into the universe. Like I am so grateful you heard me. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. Like I am paying attention. Um, so that's another way I believe to show gratitude. Yes, at I have. Your altar. Yes, I. So at your altar, I think obviously. Um, there's so many ways to demonstrate your gratitude at your altar, right? Mm-hmm. With offerings is number one. Offerings, yeah. Um, number two, with petition papers mm-hmm. or, or thank you notes. Yeah. Afterwards, yeah. you can actually yeah. write the words. Um, I like the um, writing it and burning it mm-hmm. because, you know, it's going up to like this becomes smoke. It goes up into the spirit world. Mm-hmm. So I like that. And um, keeping it clean. Keeping oh yeah your altar clean, keeping your statues if you have any of your deities, that's super important, and it demonstrates not just respect, but it's also demonstrating gratitude. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I think that's like the most important thing, and I I talk to obviously to them, and Same. so and then like um, I have. Um, I have somebody that I every night, like when I'm going to go to bed, I'm like, okay, protect our house, whatever. And if you, you know, mm-hmm. and then in the morning when I wake up and everything was fine, I'm like, oh, thank you so much. And here's your coffee. I'm so grateful, you know, yeah. because you stood watch all night, you know. And so it is that that conscious. It's not just doing it like, oh, I'm going to refresh the altar. I'm going to put some flowers on it. It's like, why am I doing this? Right. And recognizing and then saying it out loud so that you can communicate with that spirit or with that um deity and yeah absolutely and it keeps your mind aware like mm-hmm. aware that you are working and then the working the work is coming through right um speaking of that when if you have any sort of difficulty like pinpointing 
what to be grateful for. One of the exercises that is re- that I saw that's recommended, and I, I use this exercise, well, I don't use it, my son uses it, is an exercise for people that suffer from anxiety, mm-hmm. which is the five senses. So when people are having like their anxiety is on high and they need to like kind of ground themselves, mm-hmm. they um, like psychologists and counselors and stuff give them this technique, which is like to identify five things you can see, four things that you can hear, three things that you can um smell two things that you can I use that in hypnosis oh yeah so that's they use that for anxiety how interesting so how can you use that for gratitude is those five things that you can see not just identifying them because what they're trying to do with somebody's like an on you know an anxiety kick is to like ground them and bring them down mm-hmm. but if you want to use it for gratitude is five things that you can see oh I'm seeing this ribbon from the maypole that I did with my coven sisters I'm so thankful because my coven sisters bring group spirituality to my life Mm -hmm. and then so you keep on going with each one right and then like the bookcase oh i'm looking at the bookcase there's such a a treasure of wealth and so many words and information that not only keeps me entertained it keeps me educated and it keeps me um it gives me guidelines for how i want to live right and so you look at the five things and then you keep and you add like what you're grateful for and that brings you to if you're just woke up in the morning you're like oh the sheets they feel so good you know and so you just Keep going with, it's that same exercise, but then you use it f- with an additional to make it for gratitude. That's great. I think it's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, okay. So we were talking about, um, the other thing is like when you went to the Santa Muerte at your Botanica, which was separate then from your altar, because obviously in your altar, it's like that private communion and you're feeding that altar. But when you're doing it like in public with the big altar, it's like, even a higher demonstration, right? Yeah. Because it's like, you know, I'm showing everybody that I'm grateful, right? So I think that we can also do acts of service. Absolutely. Do you have any? Yeah, so acts of service, I mean, um, you know, are as easy as looking in your community, you know, going through your closet um, and getting rid of things to take to like a shelter or something and like really looking like not just goodwill, like look for a woman's shelter, look for a male shelter, you know, like to really get your stuff to. That's a great act of service. It can even be cleaning your house for your family. Mm -hmm. But like as long as you have that intention, like I'm doing this good thing for people because something good is happening to me, that's like that cycle. It keeps that uh, energy alive. I'm going to plug the buy nothing movement because oh, yeah, I yeah. freaking love it. Um, they, that's a, it's a group that's called buy nothing group and it started in Washington. So mm-hmm. for us all here in the Pacific Northwest and it's very active, at least where we're living. Um, it's mostly on Facebook as far as I know, but it's basically five mile radius. So you have to put in your address um, and it's so that neighbors, instead of giving to Goodwill or throwing out things, they mm-hmm. give it to their neighbors. And then that way they foster community with their own neighbors. Yes. And then like with the different things. And so I love that group. I Everything I give away, I do it on that group. And everything I pick up, which is most of my house, <laughs> is also from there. So I'm very, very grateful for that group. I love it. Um, and it just feels cool. Like when you go to the same person's house or they come all the time. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I know you already. So it does meet with that purpose. Another thing is um, paying it forward. So like if you, not, it's not just the devotional aspect, but if you're thinking like, you know, my magic worked or my daily helped me or I'm grateful because, you know, my community is supporting me, then you have to pay it forward. And paying it forward is different than paying it back. Mm-hmm. So like if your community helped you, paying it forward would be paying it 
giving it to somebody else that you don't know necessarily that might need it, that you can have that ripple effect outside of your own community. Right. So that's that one. Um, And then we were going to talk about like for specific spells. So it's really important if you do a spell and you say, I promise that right. when <laughs> yeah. this watch comes your to wording. <laughs> watch your wording. We've talked to, we have to do a whole episode on watching your wording. But if you say, I promise I'm going to do, then you got to do. Yeah. If you don't do, you're going to get bum bum. Yeah. <laughs> your bum bum's going to get spanked. Yeah, magic's going to slide right off of that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we're just going to hit really hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's really important. Um, I think that that's one of the reasons that people should have a magic journal, even if you don't have like a book of shell of, of um, sombras, um, shadows. shadows. You should have a little journal for like rituals and spells that you do so that you can remember what you said oh yeah because oh, yeah. <laughs> she's like yeah so that's good practice that is what we would call good magical hygiene yes that would be <laughs> exactly so um and then it's important to basically um follow through on that and if you can do it even grander yeah and then when you're doing it not like hey i'm paying my debt but doing it like I'm so grateful. Yeah, because you're appreciative. Because it, that's what you, yeah, the agreement was. It worked. Yeah. And, it, you know, and I see it in my life and um, and I'm grateful. And let's remember that even if it worked, but it didn't work like you thought, you still have to pay. Yeah. <laughs> you still have to pay. You still have to be grateful. Yes. And then, and I know that's harder because mm-hmm. you're like, oh, I asked for a job and I got a job and it was this crappy job where, you know, I got beat up or whatever. Right that's on you you did you know you need to go back and you need to rework it and you have to be more specific on what you're looking for but you still have to be grateful and then and i know it's harder because you're like it was a bad experience well then you're like oh it taught me that i need to be more diligent with how i'm asking for things and it also showed me what i don't want and now i can include that for future so it's always that reframing 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 and um obviously we know that people that are suffering from clinical depression this is really hard for them and everybody's like oh be grateful oh it's so easy and that's not the way it works because it's a freaking you know chemical imbalance that clouds your ability to be able to do that and that's why something as simple as that whole um like just look at five things and think of something positive about them not positive i don't want to use that word but something and for them it's so hard because it's you know they're dealing with uh, an illness instead of going with um like oh positive appreciation positiveness just like usefulness mm-hmm. and so yeah oh yeah look at them so that's like baby steps yeah in that sense that's yeah. nice yeah okay do you have anything else um no acts of service and then i just yeah i think we're good we're good yeah let's roll into astrology let's do it okay so we're starting the 25th yeah Oh, September 25th. And going into Libra? We just started, when we started the 25th, we just went into Libra on the 22nd. Fall Canox just happened. Excellent. And so, the, but the 25th is actually the new moon in Libra. So you were right on that. Bing, oh. bing, bing. <laughs> and this is a good time to do any sort of um, manifestation or spell for commitment to self. Okay? Why? Because what Libra needs to, Libra is so focused on the we that they forget about the me. And so it's necessary for them to like refocus on themselves because they're usually very, um, lots of times like on, and you know, astrology memes and stuff, they'll talk about Libra being like indecisive and stuff like that. But it's really 
that they don't, they're so afraid of not being balanced and not like helping everybody and not being fair to everybody that they get like paralysis, right? Like Mm -hmm. indecision. And so, but, and that all stems from them being people that are more focused on like the relationship, the benefit of the whole group, particularly the relationship. They're more focused on them because the whole group would be more Aquarian, Mm -hmm. but Libra is more about like the the one-on-one that relationship with that coworker, with that person that they're dating with their parents and stuff like that and they don't want to step on any toes you know okay mm-hmm. um jupiter is going to be very active during this new moon and that day venus is going to be trining pluto which allows it allows sex to feel karmic and really deep and mysterious Ooh. <laughs> so that's a good day for that <laughs> then um <laughs> light up the candles and make it feel like really woo. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Um on the 26th Mercury is going to be conjunct to Venus. Um and this is a good day for things to like flow, for sales, for um you know, for everything that has to do like with your home, with your relationships, like everything's going to be flowing, right? And it's also um that day the sun is going to be in opposition to Jupiter. So this can happen one either positive or negative. If it's positive, it's like you're going to be on a lucky strike. And it's like, wow, and it's just like a lucky streak and like everything is going your way. Bad is if you take that for granted or if you think it's because of you and you become boastful, which oh. is the opposite of gratitude, mm-hmm. then it's going to like come back and bite you in the bus. <laughs> so it just depends on which way it goes there. Then on the 27th, Mercury is going to be trining Pluto. Um, this can lead um, to obsessive tendencies and that can be anything from like you know scrubbing the grout to stalking somebody (laughs) you know (laughs) and um but it is a good day to ask for favors okay okay? because pluto is related to like power and others and stuff like that so it's a good day to ask for favors because mercury is training it so like it's in connection it's like that connection to that power is there okay (coughs) sorry Mars is going to be trining Saturn, which is a good physical endurance day. So my husband's going to be running a triathlon, uh, triathlon, Tri- triathlon that day. And I'm like, oh, that's a good day. <laughs> He's like, okay. <laughs> like, you're going to kill it. You're going to do great. <laughs> um, and it's also a good day to start a business or anything like have a project with lots of ambition and structure behind it. Okay. Okay. Then on the 29th, Venus is going to go into Libra. This is its rulership because Venus rules Libra. So that allows like this really heart-centered energy to come in. It's really like you're going to be leading with this Venusian energy, right? Which does favor security Mm -hmm. over other things, but it is in a loving structure way. And so that's what we're going to be having there. Lots of feminine love obviously because venusian is very feminine and um it's a good day for like you know self-love work and stuff like that okay um moving on into october on the first venus is going to be opposite in opposition to jupiter and this is a good day for like hanging out having fun flirting the only problem is jupiter it's like Suddenly it goes overboard. Mm-hmm. So you, you went shopping with your friends and then suddenly you spent more than you wanted to. You went drinking with a couple of work oh. buddies and then you ended up like drunk throwing on up on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's you know, it's like it starts off really cool and then gotcha. it goes a little bit overboard. So that's that um, energy there. And then was it through there? Or no, through the eighth, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Then on the second, Mercury retrograde 
ends. It doesn't end, and it goes direct. So Mercury retrograde stops. There's still the shadow through the next two weeks, and the shadow is basically it's going to go back over that path of everything it went through when it was in retrograde. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then on the 6th, we don't have anything 3rd, 4th, or 5th, probably just moon aspects. And um, there's actually a big moon void from the 5th to the 6th, like 3 p.m. all the way to 6 a.m. the next day. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so, but just moon aspects, so I don't you normally talk about those. On the 6th, Mercury trines Pluto. And this is um, allowing like deeper thought, deeper communication, like thinking profoundly on things. Okay. And then on the 7th, the sun is in opposition to Chiron. We know Chiron's our wounded mm-hmm. healer. So this is a good day for healing because okay. the sun is shining on it. It's just going to feel uncomfortable for you, but it's good. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. It's just not good. Right. You know, but healing never yeah. is fun, but it, it is good eventually. And then on the eighth, Pluto retrograde ends. And so that's two out of the six planets that are currently in retrograde finishing up in the next two weeks. Okay. okay? Thank you so much. You're welcome. Awesome. Hey everyone, I am recording the herbology segment a few days after we recorded the main gratitude segment. In that span of time, uh, Puerto Rico has been hit by Hurricane Fiona. If you are willing and able to help, please check out prxpr.org to see what you can do. Thank you. Okay, so for herbs today, we're going to talk about tomillo or garden thyme. The parts that are used are the leaf and the flower of the plant. The properties um, for thyme are, there. it's an antispasmodic, an expectorant, and an antibacterial. It's used to treat cough, indigestion, and toothache. The gender of the plant is considered feminine. The ruling planet is considered Venus. Element correspondence is water. It's associated with health, healing, sleep, psychic powers, love, purification, and courage. Thyme is carried and smelled to give courage and energy. When it's worn, it gives the ability to see fairies. Uh, Also, a sprig of thyme worn in a woman's hair is supposed to make her irresistible. The name thyme is likely derived from the Greek and the Roman word, uh, or excuse me, the name thyme is likely derived from the Greek word tumus, meaning courage. Medieval women presented knights with scarves embroidered with bees hovering over thyme sprigs as a bravery signal. In the Aztec herbal of 1552, thyme was introduced in an elaborate recipe or in an elaborate remedy for underproducing nursing mothers. Today, the herb is primarily used for cough and as a digestive aid. So, um, yeah, a little bit about thyme for you. Before using anything, please make sure you checked with your doctor. Okay, thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back with another episode the week after next. But in the meantime, you can email us at thebrewhousebroadcast at gmail.com. For me, Dion, you can find my artwork at lasprimasmaritas.com. Or for booking healing work, I'm at unusualhealing.com. Or sdlunacy on Instagram. Great. And for me, Sasha, you can find me on Facebook with Brujeria101. And you can all find me on Instagram as Brujeria101S, because <laughs> somebody had the 101. And I also have Brujeria101.com, and there we'll have like um, response buttons that you can push to Amazing. book like palm readings or nail charts and stuff like that. Great. Yeah. Thank you so much. Bye.